What's going on, Geeks? You're listening to episode 349 of Geeks Over Grace Podcast. My name is Cody Armour. I'm here with LJ Lowry. Hadouken. And Shelly Nolan. Hello. This week, we're geeking out about Street Fighter, breaking throws, and records. It's a play on words that I don't understand, but yeah. LJ told me to say it, so I did. <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> Final films, and Final Fantasy, if we're not going to say it out loud, uh, and the dark side of the Force. Ooh. Oh, man. Spooky. Yeah. Oh my. <laughs> First, we'll get into the games that we've been playing. I Zelda, I'm just I will probably be playing that the rest of my life. I don't I don't know. There's so much. I'm st- yeah. I'm still playing Ocarina. <laughs> I'll get Heck like yeah. I'm like I've got this thing that I want to do. I'll, like I just want to go for the shrines cuz I really need to get like I need to get stronger cuz everything I'm going to walk into yeah. wants to kill me. Yeah. And uh so I'll be like I'm going to go I'm just going to head a direction until i find a shrine and then i never find a shrine i just find more other things to do and distract myself with like caves and uh floating rocks that bring me up and it's so easy to get distracted in that game and it's like i thought it was easy to get distracted in breath of the wild already but mm. it's 10 times as much in this game there's because there's 10 times more content and there's way more things that you just yes. run into it's crazy that there's entire areas i still just like haven't explored and i'm already I, I can beat the game right now, basically. Like, I'm already that yeah. close. Um, Have you beaten all the like, temples then? Huh? Have you beaten all the temples then? Yes. Oh, wow. Okay. So there's, a couple things you have, and there's a couple things you have to do after that. doesn't take okay. a ton of time. Um, doing the temples are kind of the main thing, but then there's a couple yeah. things you do after oh, that. I just got all the memories, yeah. and I heard that was well worth it this time. Nice. Yeah, I think they were definitely more well worth it than... The first game. Yeah, it didn't um, really pay off too much. Yeah. Uh, this game's crazy. <laughs> I don't know how else. I haven't seen any of the memory stuff. I've seen little, like a little bit of one. Uh, yeah. But I, I definitely want to dive into that, I think, at some point. I'd probably find more shrines if I was doing that uh, instead of just wandering around aimlessly. But um, everything I guess so. is just... I, I want to get the Twilight Princess tunic there's no reason to it's not strong or anything it just looks cool it um, does my husband did the and... same well i have the tunic my husband went and got the whole outfit just because um again he wanted to look cool and he does look cool very mild spoilers for something so, that so, literally doesn't matter so you can actually but, uh, do it without doing about having needing the amiibo this time you don't yeah, need yeah, the amiibo go, oh cool you can go hunt them down and the tunic is relatively easy to get uh, yeah. The pants are relatively easy to get. And then just where the I'm at. Is... Uh, yeah, getting the hat I, I, is I, I, just... How's that going for you? <laughs> I walked in. Are I you died, having a good time? I I've seen the Link's Awakening headgear. That's funny. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty cool. Um, yeah, you just... It, you like That's the least important part, probably. But it's It's the most important. It, it changes your it. hair. Oh, that's It's fair. the most important. Yeah. <laughs> I'm the so mad. Twilight. It changes your hair. <laughs> yeah anyway that is your husband's first appearance on the podcast that's <laughs> because he just stepped in here and get, that's what he he just did that and again i won't spoil what you have to do to get the cap of twilight but it yeah. was very fun watching him try to do it <laughs> um and he did get it and he has significantly less hearts and stamina and everything than i do um so i was like pretty impressed i was like wow 
We'll get it eventually after some more shrines. Heck yeah. No, when you got can, this. If I can not get one hit KO'd in things, and just in general, I'll, uh, I'll be more the fairies? Because you can just upgrade your armor. Well, that will help a lot. Yeah, I haven't upgraded any armor. Um, and yeah. I'm, I don't usually have fairies on me. Um, but I'm just, yeah, my plan is to get to the hearts to a point. Upgrading the armor would probably be smart. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I have some really good armor that would do well with that. but I feel like there really is this hump that I had to get over with the game that I had to get over for me to start really enjoying the game. And that hump was getting to the point where I had enough hearts and I had my um, outfits leveled up enough that I wasn't also getting one shot. <laughs> now, mm -hmm. I actually am very strong at this point and like, cool, now the game's fun. <laughs> like it's funny I, because I feel like KOs Breath of the Wild. Frustrating. Yeah, I feel like Breath of the Wild. I I restart it every once in a while. You guys, um, you guys are experiencing the, the thing that Souls players have been like. Dealing oh my with. gosh! You're right. <laughs> yeah. No, you're totally right. One, one shot kills. They just boom. Yeah. But, but that, I, yeah. It, it builds onto that exploration that they want you to do. Because um, you get the shrines to get better. So if everything destroys you mm -hmm. around you, it, it makes you want to go search for those shrines and look around this this amazing map that they've made. Exactly. But uh, I still don't... Like, I've already put over 100 hours into it, but I still have complaints. <laughs> yeah. I, I've delved all these hours into this game, but I still just go insane with so much of it. Like, I'm so tired. If I run into one more... And granted, I'm far enough in the game that I don't know... No, this could still happen with side quests. Um, if I run into any more really cool places, whether that be islands or areas on the map, area underneath... Um, if I, like, run into, like, one more, like, super-duper cool area that clearly you're supposed to do something in, but I can't do anything in because I forgot to get a quest that I need to do, like, three other quests in order to even unlock, I'm going to lose <laughs> my mind. I'm going to become the Joker. So I hate that because then it feels like, oh, cool. I'm, like, a lot of times I feel rewarded for exploring, but in that case, I am not because I, I here I am exploring and... <laughs> Yeah, and then you find something super cool and you want to interact with it, but then you can't. And, like, I get it for some things, like, sure, like, some places, like, especially with the main quest, for example. But there's, like, some side quests. Um, mild spoilers, but it's not really a spoiler if you played the first game. There's these cool giant skeletons around the map. There's um, mm -hmm. just, like, three, like, giant... They're, like, Leviathan skeletons. And, again, that's something in the first game, too. They just are also in this game. Mm -hmm. So there's stuff you could do at every skeleton, but I went and found a skeleton because, again, I played the first game and I used my knowledge. I was like, I'm going to go visit it. I want to see what it looks like now, if it's changed, whatever. I couldn't. There was clearly like a puzzle or thing I, I could do there, but I couldn't figure it out. And that's always the problem is that they give you some of the parts, but they never give you the solution. And so I feel like I'm wasting my time. Like, I have become so like shameless about looking up things in this game because half the time more than half the time if i don't look it up immediately i know i'm wasting time because i'm doing the right thing or i'm trying the right thing and i just can't do it or the solution's slightly off or non-existent right so this that was just an example of one where i looked it up and i'm like oh cool i have to do two other quests first in order to even do this are you That's serious what's happening with i i found this really cool 
garden. Uh, yeah. Following, um, like a guy was had a raft, and I tried stealing the raft, and he was like, "You cannot steal my raft." And I was like, <laughs> "Fine, I'll build one." So I built my own, and then I wound up on this like garden thing. Um, yeah. I'm sure this is a main story stuff. And uh, I couldn't do anything in the garden. I just got yelled at for walking in the flowers. And I was like, there's got to be something to do right. here. Yeah. Besides get yelled at for being it's, in the flowers. It's really that plus just the um, times in which Ascend doesn't work for some reason, even though it should per- <laughs> perfectly should work just arbitrarily. Oh, it's just not quite close enough. Same thing with like doing stuff with Ultran. Oh, it's not quite close enough for you to grab it. Although in other circumstances, it totally is. Mm-hmm. You know, close enough to grab it. It's just, um, <laughs> this game is so cool. You have so much freedom. And that freedom, it feels so good that when you have these moments where you can't do something, you know, you found this cool place. You want to be rewarded for exploring as you are in many other scenarios. Most scenarios, I would say. It really sticks out. And it really sucks. And it's really <laughs> annoying. And again, especially when you're trying to use your abilities. It's really annoying when they just, like, don't work. Uh, for some reason, because the devs are like, uh uh-uh, uh, that's not the way to beat our puzzle. And you're like, screw you, I want to beat the puzzle the way I want to beat the puzzle. I don't want to do your solution. I want to do my solution. Make a bridge. This solution works. Like, it would make work. A bridge. <laughs> make a big bridge to solve every problem. I'm sure you can make a big a bri- a it'll, bridge, it'll, sorry. It'll, it'll take big you enough 30, to crush Ganondorf. And it'll take you 30 seconds. I'm sure you could. <laughs> also, um, speaking of playing the game I want to, how I want to play. I have kept my Switch on airplane mode because the duplication glitch is so helpful and fun <laughs> that I don't want to uh, play the game without the dupe glitch. So then and you so I just keep it on airplane mode. I, It's weird that they got rid of them. That was news that we were going to uh, talk on, but it's... I agree with IGN, who said it wasn't hurting anybody to leave them in, so why get rid I of I mean, them? Elden Ring it's has... a single-player game. Elden Ring has so many, like, yeah. exploitation, like, souls-like things that yeah. I, I abused so bad, and it really, like, exactly. it helped my progress. Like, it, it, didn't, it genuinely did help me. But yeah, for some people that's gonna be more fun, some people it won't be. Mm-hmm. Just, those people will just choose, like, I just chose not to do it, because I didn't exactly. want to get, like, these of the game. But it wasn't hurting me that that was still in there and was an option. It's weird. Yeah, it's a th- if it My... was a multiplayer game or if there's some other way to exploit it that was affecting other people, like, again, competitive games, mm-hmm. then that's an issue. But, of yeah, course, they're not yeah, even yeah. going to patch uh, Steve and, and uh, freaking Smash, so, like, what do they care? They're going to patch a duplication glitch mm-hmm. in a single-player game, but they're not going to patch an actually overpowered, broken, <laughs> OP character in, a, in their competitive game? Whatever. Nintendo. Do um, you feel like whatever. it makes... Breath of the Wild obsolete. I think I, it does. When I tell talk to people about the like, oh, do I need to play Breath of the Wild to play it? I'm like, it almost replaces Breath of the Wild in a lot of ways. Weird. Um, I would, I'd be worried that if I told someone to play Breath of the Wild first, by the time they got done with Breath of the Wild, they wouldn't want to play this because they've been playing so much of this already. Yeah, I think. Uh, I think. Time. I think. Um. I think speedrunners are going to keep Breath of the Wild alive, but I don't mm-hmm. think pretty much any other community will. Yeah. Like, I think because you have the entire map slightly changed, mind you, to, to keep it kind of new and fresh, but you have the entire map from the first game in the second game, plus two more maps. Like, yeah. you just have everything from the first game plus stuff on top. 
And I do think it probably is an even better experience if you've already played the first game, but I know people who are already playing this game and didn't play the first game, and they don't really... I mean, it's not really that important. I mean, they kind of already got rid of, like, all the Calamity stuff, all of the, like, Guardians. There's no Guardians. There's, like, barely... <clears throat> excuse me. Any Sheikah stuff. Mm-hmm. And That's all weird you too. actually get character profiles of every character, main character, important character you talk to. So, you know, for me, like, I know most of all of these characters because they were in the first game. But for those who had not played the first game, all of a sudden they can read up what the, their significance. Be like, hey, this guy, Sidon, you know, Link helps Sidon team up. Uh, they teamed up to help take down Calamity Ganon. And like, cool, that's all you need to know. That's literally all you need. You don't need to know like anything else. Like, they don't talk about Mipha. Like, it was significant <laughs> that he was Mipha's uh, brother in the first game. Dude, no one cares about Mipha in this game. They just forgot she about her entirely. She gets a statue, but like, <laughs> it's not like plus. She could be anyone. Right? So, um, I feel like, yeah, in that sense, for a casual player, it's not going to be important to play Breath of the Wild at first. I think it enhances a lot of the of the um, experience, but I think it also is so unimportant because you still have shrines, and there are going to be different shrines in this game. You have towers, but they're different towers in this game. So, I, I think I've rambled on long enough, but. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's a, light new, it's a light news week, so you're good. It's yeah. a big game, so there's lots to it talk is about. huge. And yeah. I'm kind of like, finally getting to the point where I'm like, do I want to just beat the game? There's still so much I haven't done. Again, there's huge swaths of areas I haven't even explored mm. at all or touched at all, um, which is like crazy for me to think about. But uh, after over 100 hours, I still just have not touched significant parts of the map. Um, there's a couple quests I think I want to make sure I do, like, that I am aware of. But I was looking at, basically, I was looking at my backlog the other day, and I'm like, (laughs) man, I'm not going to be able to play any of these games as long as I'm playing Tears of the Kingdom, and the only way for me to stop playing Tears of the Kingdom is to beat the game. I need to, like, figure out what I'm doing. (laughs) (laughs) Or else I'm only going to play this game for the rest of the year. (laughs) Ugh. That's a big problem. Uh, <laughs> yeah. That's a me LJ, you have not been playing Tears of Kingdom. Yes, but yes, but I do have I do have games that I definitely could see myself playing for the rest of the year. Um, I can. Okay. Cool. So uh, I can talk about Street Fighter now. Um, yeah, so my, my review cool. my review has been out for a week, and oh, it's just to me it's such a cool. It was a really cool opportunity. Like I've reviewed a Call of Duty game that we got one time, but like it was okay. Like yeah. it was cool. It's Call of Duty, whatever. But yeah. to me, to, for us to get a, like a Street Fighter game, to get a Capcom game, I was like, this is so legit. Um, yes, sir. It's been doing really well, which um, I'll talk about um, when we get to the news. Um, it is so fun. Um, there's so many people playing it. It has a modern control setting if you do want to try to get into it. Um, there's a big debate going on right now because you have the elitists. It's always the elitists. Um, sure. Be like, oh, like modern, like, whoa, you know, we don't, why, why modern controls? We don't need those in there. And um, in my review, I did put, like, I did put some stuff in there saying, like, hey, like, these modern controls are good for fighting games. It's good for the franchise because you want more people, like, you know, fighting games have... Accessibility been, options. Yeah, like, well, fighting, fighting games have always been kind of a niche, like, you know, like genre, I think too, you know, yeah. a lot of people are intimidated by them. I'm like, okay guys, we want people, we want more people to play fighting games. Right. So like, why don't you welcome people and, you know, like get people into this and like, you know, like 
I don't know. It's just like it opens the door for so many people to get into this game. And uh, I think it's good. Uh, it's a good thing to have um, because we want we want more people playing these games. Um, as far as the game goes, I gave it a nine. Um, I, I think I'm my thoughts are lined up with most everybody else's across the, the Internet. Um and like all the other big sites, um, it's fun. World Tour mode's great. Um, I've been playing online pretty consistently, and it feels good to get into a game on the ground floor. Like, I started playing Tekken way later. Um, like, I never got really into, like, Mortal Kombat. Uh, Street Fighter Five. I got into way later. So it just felt like there was all these people that were going to be so much better than me. Like, I mean, sure, I would get some wins on occasion, and I'm not trying to be some, rank, like, high-ranked player or, like, super, like, good player. Uh, I'm trying to have a good time. Um, and so it is really nice to just feel like I can see how like I am a little bit better than some people that are probably playing for the first time or that are new. But then there are still the veterans that are still like people that know Street Fighter that I'm still having a tough time against. So it's like I feel like I'm in a good place personally. Like I'm like I feel like kind of like an average player at least. Um, but it's fun. It's it's really cool. It's got this battle hub where you can actually go and play retro Capcom arcade games in one corner. Um, you can actually use your avatar to fight if you want. There's like an avatar battle thing. Um, it's good. Uh, I guess uh, I could put my review in the show notes or something, but uh, please go oh, read it. Oh, definitely do that. Um, I'm, Super yeah, hype. I'm also excited because I found out in, in May somebody opened up a local venue... Um, it's actually, I guess it's an offshoot of a Smash community. Um, they're called Laf uh, Lafayette. Uh, I think it's it's Lafayette Smash. It's short for Lafayette Smash. Um, oh yeah, 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 yeah. They um, so they basically, I think they they already had the community going before, but now they actually have have an actual venue. They started running. They're running tournaments like every weekend for the next few months, and so there's one this weekend that I'm going to go check out. Um, they do seem primarily Smash players, so I think that's kind of cool. But they're just opening the door to so much more, like, further venue. And so I'm excited because it's going to be a... And the thing I always like about like, the way you talk about going to tournaments is it's not just a tournament. And this is the way I've heard other people describe it, like, on TikTok. is like, it's not it's not just about the tournament. It's about meeting people and socializing and stuff like that. So uh, I'm excited that there is a community out here for that kind of thing. Because I looked, I tried to look in, in the last couple of years and there was just nothing. Uh, local like there was stuff like i could have probably driven you know driven or whatever or in certain parts of the state but like now it's like yeah oh cool so i'm excited i'm gonna enter this week and i don't expect yes. to, i don't expect yes. to you know it's one of those things where it's like i i like i just expect to have fun and just meet people um, that's how that's the right mentality yeah, there's yeah. people who are like well i'm gonna go to a tournament and i'm gonna i'm gonna win i'm not I'm trying gonna, to like, win because i'm do probably, so good i'm probably trash anyway but it's like that's not the point you know like the point is going i when I, I haven't gone to a tournament in actually a very long time, yeah. but um, back when I was going, I would go to most of the time, and I was still having a great time because I was getting better, yeah. I was meeting cool people, I was hanging out with friends mm -hmm. uh, who have already, like, made in the community, yeah. um, and I was just having a good time because it really matters, like, the people you're with, you know, you want to vibe with other people who yes. are also kind of, like, of that good, healthy mentality of not putting all of your, you know, value as a person in, in winning, because mm -hmm. y'all, Jesus loves you. You don't need to put your value. Your value is so much greater than your, you know, skill in a video game. Yeah. So once you already know that, and, and you're able to vibe with other people who also kind of have that mentality, yeah. um, makes it a lot easier to just have fun. Because again, in the, mm -hmm. in the end of the day, it's a game. And obviously, winning yes. is fun. But overall, you should be having fun yeah. anyway. 
Like, yeah. if you hate playing the game because you're losing, <laughs> that's something you need to check out with yourself. Yeah, <laughs> you know exactly. what I mean. Like, that's, that's my whole problem with the like ranked mentality um, in games yeah. these days. Um, but it's been cool. Like, I've been playing with. I played with a few friends on Facebook. Um, I played with my brother and stuff like that, and it's really neat just because I'm like, man, I don't think I've played any fighting game like this much with like this many people, like different people. No, that's so um, good. So it's just, I it's a really that. good time. And um, they are going to have like cosmetic battle passes and stuff. I do have the first year character pass, and I, j- I think it's going to be a good time. Um, yeah, but I'm like, you know what? This is this is the game right here. Like, whether I played Breath, uh, Tears of the Kingdom or not, I mean, obviously I didn't, but I'm just like... Yeah. I feel like this, like, playing this, and then obviously, so I'm also playing Diablo 4 as well. Oh my gosh, Diablo um, 4. <laughs> and it is really it's good. Um, this year of games is yes. crazy. <laughs> yes, and so it's like, I've been playing with my brother and, and a buddy of mine. Uh, I already got, like, two characters going because, you know, I'm like, I want to have two different characters for both playthroughs or... Or whatever. Um, but it's just, I feel like I'm getting, like, obviously it's a different kind of, they're different games, you know, but I feel like I'm getting that joy and excitement that everybody had for Tears of the Kingdom. I'm like, this is my oh, so this, this is my bread and butter right here, especially Street Fighter. <laughs> Diablo is just running around smashy, smashy time, you know, b- killing yeah. monsters. And, uh, but I'm just like, I'm not even like, you know, like I still want to check out Final Fantasy 16 at some point. But, like, I was so set on buying that game at the end of the month. But now I'm like, I don't think I really... Not that I needed to in the first place. But I'm like, I'm good right now. Like, I am content. Yeah. I am satisfied. Um, so it's just, like, uh, this this past month has been a good time for for gaming. And then, like, I, I obviously I didn't mention the, sh- the PlayStation Showcase. But that happened. And it's like, we're getting stuff later this year, too. Like, Spider-Man and stuff like that. I'm just like, oh my gosh. Like, it's so yeah. so good. I'm um, like, I do not have enough money and time to play all these games <laughs> yeah. I want to play this year. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Um, yeah, but, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I guess, like, Diablo's been really cool. That's been a fun game to play as well. So, um, yeah, I think that's it. I mean, that's what, I, that's what I've been playing, Street Fighter. And it's great because, like, I've had Street Fighter for, like, for two and a half weeks. And then it's just so exciting to for everybody. It's like everybody's here now. Like I felt like I can, oh, like it's cool just to share like that experience with everybody. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah, yeah. From that, LJ, go ahead and get into the gaming news. Yeah. So, um, while I'm still on topic, um, Street Fighter has, uh, I, I think, uh, the. The thing was the the concurrent record that was broken is that um, the game had like seventy thousand something players on at one time on Steam, um, which is a lot. Wow, seventy thousand and yeah. um, and it's the like um, Mortal Kombat eleven and Tekken. They're like so they stack up the stats against other fighting games, like uh, you know at at the height of their releases and. I guess apparently um, Street Fighter has sold one million copies, um, which is huge um, for fighting games. Um, but to have that many players on all at one time, and that's not even to mention like the console players, because now you have Street Fighter on everything except for Switch. Um, I might be tempted to get a second copy of this to play it on my Steam Deck. Like that would be so dope. Um, but. Yeah, like, it's so crazy. It's on Xbox now, which before Street Fighter V was only on PlayStation and PC. I forget the reason for that, but 
it's opened the door for a lot more people um, to play, and I think we're getting like a million people is is quite a lot um, for for fighting games in particular. So again, uh, I'll, I'll I guess I don't need to say much because I already said it, but I, I, it's a good time for for fighting games. Cool. Yeah, and then so, um, hi. The other piece of news. Um, I find really interesting. Um, there is no, like, I guess it was from a tweet or some statement from Square or uh, I guess one of the producers. And one of the questions was, um, obviously the question you guys are talking about, Tears of the Kingdom and Breath of the Wild. And I don't know if somebody genuinely asked this question or this is just some post they made. Uh, but they're saying that you do not need to play um, the part one remake first before you play uh, Final Fantasy 7 Rebirth. And I'm like, why? <laughs> that does yeah, seem a little suspicious. Yeah, so they said that they have put stipulations in place. So I don't know if that's like a catch-up video. Like, uh, last time on Final Maybe. Fantasy, you know, like I just want the Dragon Ball Z <laughs> yeah. uh, narrator to like... Um, I mean, I saw they did that with like Kingdom Hearts. That Like with Kingdom Hearts 3, that video they put at the beginning of that game was the only reason I know about anything that happened in that whole franchise because it's so confusing. <laughs> and then so I'm like, I'm wondering if like they're just going to do that. Um, there's no information that says how. Um, but in my mind, I'm like, uh, you kind of want to play that first part, right? Um, so where that remains to be seen. Uh, but yeah, I just thought that was a weird tidbit of news because it's like, why wouldn't you? <laughs> yeah, um, strange. Because unlike unlike Tears of the Kingdom, like Final Fantasy VII Remake, I guess it's called Integrate now. Um, right. That's a very small chunk of the original game. Um, so it's weird. I guess I don't know what they're doing, but I, I guess I'll play. I still haven't. I still haven't played like Integrate. I mean, I finished. I played the Final Fantasy VII Remake, but the mm -hmm. Integrate part of it, I have. Yeah. I haven't played yet. That's another thing I need to. Yeah. I count that as a new game. I, right? I, just need to I still need to play finish it. the game. <laughs> ah, too much. Yeah. Um, I just thought that was a weird piece of news that I randomly saw today. So I wanted to include it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's it for gaming. We'll get into movies then. Um, Shelly. What, or, and LJ, I guess you both watched. I want to hear what Shelly has Some to say. Spider-Verse! I'm curious to see what Shelly has to say. I have not seen it yet, so. I loved it. It was so good. Oh my I, gosh. Good. I agree. I, see it. I really enjoyed it, but apparently... <laughs> so I went with a group of people, right? Everyone with some friends. Uh, and half of them were just mad. <laughs> and I was like... <laughs> Why? I mean, I guess I know why, and I won't spoil why, but I'm like, why? Uh, um, so The thing I didn't know, the thing I ended up ultimately not caring that much about, but I think would have helped to know beforehand. So I'm yeah. telling people. So I'm I'll, telling people beforehand. Yeah. I'll say this. So we all know that they already had said that it was so big that they were going to do part one and part two, right? Right. They already said that. they're making, well, yeah, they said they're making three total movies, including the first one. Yes. I forgot that. Or just 
I don't know. In hindsight, I think I remember we talked about it, but I yeah. was like, I super did, too. did not remember that being the case. But it's fine now that I remember that. And that that third movie is going to be out next March, so less than a year. With, without saying anything, I could have sat there and watched more. Like, straight up. Yeah. Yeah. I, I would have sat there for another hour or two, even if I was with my nephew. He would have still watched an hour or two more with me. I know he would have. <laughs> yeah. So, no, I know exactly what you mean. Yeah, I think yeah. everybody who's seen it probably knows exactly what you mean. But, man, I don't know. I get why people are kind of mad about it, but I'm just not... I don't know. I think it's if it was any other movie, I probably would also be mad, but I think just the fact that it's Spider-Verse and for me it's like, oh good, we're getting more. That's like I'm just happy enough just with that. Like, I don't know. I'm so easy to please when it comes to Spider-Verse. You can just throw crap at my face. And as long as it's animated pretty, I'd probably enjoy it. I thought the story was good too, um, for the most part. Um mm-hmm. some things confused me a little bit, but uh the other thing I was gonna say I don't think it's too spoilery with the nature of Spider-Verse. Maybe it is. I don't know. They doubled down I'm on, saying, the, on the art on the art style and stuff like that. Like I'm going to say is that I have no desire to watch the MCU Spider-Man movies ever again. Because if I want to watch oh. Spider-Man movies, I want to watch these movies. Like Okay. Not Any the, of those MCU movies, not the Sony I believe, movies, just these. Correct, that's what I mean. <laughs> um, like nothing against Tom Holland, right? But I think for me, I realize what I like about Spider Man is all just in these movies. Yeah, and I think some of the stuff they're trying to do in those movies are done way better in Spider Verse movies. I, like they they hit a lot of the same like themes. They hit a lot of um, similar ideas that they want to get across, but like. I think this movie invalidates those movies yeah, in and, and some senses. I think, I I think they just do things in this in these movies, in this movie in particular, that it just nails so hard mm-hmm. that anything they try to do in those MCU Spider-Man movies uh, is just like not comparable in my opinion because it's just it's done so much better in these movies. I don't know if that makes any sense. I'm trying really hard to not be like spoilery. Well, I, yeah, um, that's good. I, I guess I'll say this <laughs> is that. For me, I guess the way the way you say that is, if in hindsight, if you think about it, if you think about it, like all the Spider-Man movies are a bit of a mess. Like there's yeah. just so much going on in all of them. Yeah, well, and that's not that doesn't mean they're bad movies. It's just like I, the way Spy- the Spider-Verse movies are done is just they're so they're done so meticulously, um, mm-hmm. and they took so many people. I think this movie took I think they said like a thousand people to work on it. Oh man. Yep. Makes yep. sense, though. And I think, there's just, yeah. like, so much character development. Every character is so fleshed out. And I mm-hmm. love, I adore the way, again, I talk all the time on the show about how you want to utilize the media you're going for. Yep. Um, something that only that media can do. The way this movie, I don't even understand color theory that much. I'm no artist. But the way they utilize color theory in this movie, the way that they utilize different animation styles, the mm-hmm. way that they, um, mm-hmm. heck, different music styles, yep. right? The, like the different musical styles, different so art styles. Good. There's like conversations that happen in the movie. And if you're just looking like not even at the characters, you're just looking at the colors around them. That tells you all you need to know, yeah. which is crazy. I'm like, these people are brilliant because like, oh, it's just, it's so good. It makes me so happy. I, I, 
really, really enjoyed it. I'm probably going to see it again because my sister hasn't seen it and she wants to watch it with me. I'm very excited. Um, so I'm probably going to see it again. <laughs> so that's why I'm, yeah. So I'm interested to see if I'll catch anything different or how my experience will be now that I've seen it the first time. Um, but oh my gosh. Also, fellas, please go watch the first movie before seeing this movie. Do you have to? Not no. necessarily. Because I didn't. I didn't get the time. But I still highly recommend watching the first one because the first one is so, so... Simply because it's so, so good. And then yeah. you finally get to see kind of like how the relationships really make sense because they explain what happened. Mm-hmm. Um, but they you don't really get the fullness of like what these characters' relationships are like. I think the like. first one is still very fresh in my mind too because I got it on like mm-hmm. as a Christmas present like recently, like in the last couple of years. So it's like I've watched Nice. It. Yeah. No, that's good. I just I know people who have not seen the first one at all who are going yeah. to see the no, movie, no, no, no. Yes, I'm like, like you'll enjoy watch. it, but yeah. like, please just watch the first one because it's so good. Definitely like, watch. The why first would one you first not? If you have not seen this one, like, like just watch. I want to. I need to get it on Blu-ray. Is what I'm realizing yes. because I was trying to rewatch it. I, I just had on, to like rent it somewhere. Yeah, I got it on 4K Blu-ray. I think it's on sale. Yes. Ooh, oh my gosh. Let me, let me go find. I'm gonna go find that. Uh, where please. That sale is at. 4K be, on it, sale. It might be Best Buy or Amazon, but. Um, I need it. Like I don't this, have many movies physically. This movie, it like deserves awards. But I need it because yeah. um I it's like I have 4K Lord of the Rings and then I'll have 4K this and then I'll have Twilight. That's all I need in my life. If, yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna see if Wario 64 posted it. But yes, it is so good. Um, I took my nephew to see it like by my by, like by myself like because I live so close to my movie theater. And he's six years old, and he's in love with Spider-Man. Yeah, so, heck yeah. Uh, my mom's been watching him on Thursdays and Fridays, and so I kind of freaked out because there was they didn't put the Thursday showings at my theater. They didn't list them for a long time because I was like, I want to buy the ticket. And it was like yeah. the Tuesday before. I was like, yes, they put it up. Like I looked it up, and I was like, they finally put it up. So we bought a 7 o'clock ticket and walked over there, you know, me and just me and him, and bottom mm-hmm. of you know the whole kids combo and everything and he was he was stoked um uh, i freaked oh, i so kind of good. i kind of freaked out at the end or like when we got outside because he goes i peed and like i literally thought he just totally wet himself you're um, like oh no <laughs> like, so, like i don't it wasn't that bad but he was like i was like dude like next time because i was like we're gonna go watch the, watch the next one next year i said you better let me know like if you have to go to the bathroom because it was just <laughs> oh it was gosh, funny dude. because like that was like I was just like, oh, but like it was a good time though. Like that's a, and that's cool because that's a memory he's gonna have like for the rest of his life. And so yes, so we're, gonna, we're gonna go see the next one. I told him it's when it's coming out and everything. And yes, yeah. go watch the movie, yep. everyone. <laughs> go watch the movie. Yeah, it's so good. That's awesome. Yeah. Cool. Uh, did you guys see any other movies? That's. I think that's it for me. For me, that was it. I watched the first one and then. Like a couple days later, watch the second one. Nice. So, I watched the superhero movie too. Yeah, but it was not the was cool it... one that you guys watched. What was I it? Watched Shazam: Fury of the Gods because it was on Max. I'm sorry. Oh, Max. that's oh, a secret, I'm right? Sorry. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, and oh. it's it's there. <laughs> it exists. Um, it wasn't bad. It's like it's one of those things of it, it was probably a good kids movie. But then it did some weird things that weren't like kid friendly. That was like, like enough that it was odd mm. and uncomfortable. Uh, and I totally understand. I wish I wouldn't have read it, and I could have made my own, like for my own opinion. But it does very much feel like um, Zachary Levi just plays like a generic teenager instead of like 
trying to play the kid that he's yeah because because bill the actor that plays billy even in the first one i could see that like he had a totally different vibe and i can understand Mm. like okay obviously he's a superhero so he's gonna like be a his confident self like he's gonna be a more confident version because he's like oh i got powers now you know and it's not me technically yeah but this one just sounds like it's a little bit more i guess not it's just like in the wrong spot yeah like that would make sense you know out in public but he's like in this not like their bat cave basically i don't remember what they call it yeah um like with his friends and so it's like he, he would act the exact same with them as he would you know, as a as a kid yeah um i think that i wouldn't have made that connection as closely if it wasn't for that ryan reynolds movie where they got a kid that acts just like ryan reynolds oh, like yeah. it's like a, a time travel thing yes and like they did such an amazing job of making those two like be the same person uh that i would have I'm kind of like, oh, I know it's possible. So this is kind of unfortunate. But it's not a bad movie. It's just it's at the end of the DCU as we know it. And it doesn't seem to really matter. Like, I'm I'm still excited for The Flash. And I'm curious yeah. about Blue Beetle. Um, just because it's resetting everything. Mm-hmm. And I want to know whatever. After watching Guardians 3, I'm like, I will give DC a chance. James Gunn's DC a chance. Guardians 3 was so it good. It was really good. I'm hoping to see uh, that maybe this week or next week. Sometime, maybe. Guardians? Hopefully. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So good. I have not seen it. Um, I I have hope for, for that universe. And The Flash kind of kicks that off. Blue Beetle, they're considering to be the, like one of the first movies in that universe. So I'm like, I will, I'll try it. Um, but we'll see. I don't know. This Ooh. movie definitely felt like old hat um, DC that we've grown to dislike. So... Oof. Okay, it's uh, yeah. Spider Verse is fifteen dollars at Target and Amazon. Oh my gosh! Oh, no. Say no more. I'm gonna drop a link. I'm gonna send you the link. <laughs> Thank you so much. You're my hero. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's funny. Uh, but yeah, that is all that I've seen. It's on Max. So if you're really bored, you can watch it. But it has literally no impact. <laughs> and here's the thing: either something needs to be super connected, to everything else for you to care, or it needs to be good on its own mm-hmm. and this is neither so so and actually because we were just talking about guardians and i still haven't seen quantum mania um mm-hmm. i'm curious to how important you think it is to watch quantum mania and how would you compare it to, to see guardians 3 guardians 3 sure to uh, see guardians 3 oh no okay I, I just know. say i kind of i kind of low-key don't even want to watch quantum mania watch guardians 3 um, you need to have seen uh, in Endgame is that the last one, Avengers? Yes. So if you were in that Endgame, yeah. So you would. I've seen Endgame. Endgame. Huh? I've seen Endgame. And you need to see the holiday special. I have not seen the holiday special. You should watch the holiday. The holiday special, special is go. good. It's okay. good. Okay. It's silly and it doesn't seem that important. Um, but there is stuff in the movie that they like kind of mention in the special that you just expected to know. Okay, that's good to know. Mm-hmm. I kind of yeah. forgot the holiday specials are thing entirely. So, mm-hmm. uh, other than that, good to it's know. Good to know. so unrelated to the rest of MCU, and that's crazy because when that happens, I would think that you'd get like with the Shazam, you just wouldn't care about that movie because it's not connected. Uh, but if they do a good job and it's an actual good movie, then you don't need that hook to like pull you along. Yeah, uh, which is which is interesting. <laughs> Like a lot of people see Quantumanium not because it's a good movie, but because it's connected. 
it'll be so connected to the main and, and even line. even so, the connection feels kind of like man right now too it's like okay cool like all right yeah and probably a little unnecessary i'm i'm sure there'll be things in there that they're gonna you're gonna want to well yeah it. like yeah i mean kang if i mean it's cool to still see the introduction of kang but it's like i yeah. the guardians if we get kang still they've already that's a good point. technically but anyway guardians 3 is definitely the one i would choose over quantum mania without a doubt Oh, yeah, right. I was gonna watch. I was gonna watch Guardians anyway. It was just a matter of do I need Quantum, to watch Quantum Mania is on. Yeah, her worry was do I need to see Quantum Mania? Oh Quantumania no, no, no. I mean, I mean, I guess Quantum Mania is on Disney Plus now too. It is. It is. So like, I'll probably watch it eventually. But it's, I just, yeah. just kind of want to look up what happens. If I'm being honest, I, I'm kind of tired of watching mid movies. You could because you might be yeah. mad after watching Quantum Mania. To be honest, you probably would. Oh, it is no. a lot like watching a Spy Kids movie. Listen, it's I've heard that. My, I was actually, that's so funny. I was walking with my sister today and she's like, George Lopez had to be in this movie. Like, he would have fit perfectly from from, from Sharkboy and Lava Girl. Danny like, Trejo. we need George Lopez in here. And I'm like, oh my God. That would have been so funny. It looks so, it's almost like it's inspired by the old Spy Kids movies. At least, those well, inspired so, yeah. By Star Wars at and stuff. Least, yeah. It feels yeah. inspired by Spy Kids. That's crazy. Yep. yep. Um,. <laughs> Yeah, it, it feels like they were like, hey, we want to take that idea and, and run with it with a budget. <laughs> uh, even MODOK feels very... I like MODOK, though. He's honestly my favorite part of the movie. <laughs> yeah, it's not necessarily a bad thing. I mean, yeah. Spy Kids were fun when I was a kid. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's just, it's weird to see that in Marvel, I guess. Yeah. But I'm, I'm of the... we move on. Yeah. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get into the movie news. Uh, I will say one more thing uh, to reiterate superhero movies i don't think are dead i think it's uh it's good superhero movies we haven't seen yeah them they just haven't been telling good stories yep. spider-verse are good superhero movies it is it is et dubs anyway uh speaking of superhero movies let's talk about the flash for a second um Ooh. so the flash um they're kind of like limiting their first screenings because their whole thing is like they're gonna reset the timeline. They're gonna re- they're gonna do this big giant thing. So in an effort to protect the ending, they're one limiting screenings um, or pre-screenings, I guess I should say, uh, and two having different endings for some of those pre-screenings, which is bold, pretty crazy, to say the least. Like I know, and that's that's happened before, right? There's movies that have gone to theaters and they have different endings every once in a while. Like I think about Clue. Clue is the classic one where. Back in the day when it came out, um, <laughs> you could you had like three or four different endings, and everyone that's, was that's like, "What very... do you mean? I did this way, I did it that way." And I think that's kind of fun, but I don't know. I don't know. If, I don't know. If Flash is really good enough to deserve something like this. I don't know. I just yeah. I don't even know. It's got to be big it. for them trying for them to try to keep it under wraps. I don't really know. You know, like yeah, and I know again we have like the whole James Gunn universe coming, so but it's it like is how much can huge, you really do but... with that? Also. Like, so, I don't know. I, I'll watch I don't it. Know. I, I'm still going to watch it, too. Yeah. Then I'll, I'll hear from you guys. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. Um, yeah, I I don't know if keeping Ezra was a wise choice, but um, I'll give I'll give this a go and see. Sure. Yeah. yeah. For Keaton. I don't really know yeah, what and, and that's that. where that's, that's <laughs> where I'm at with it. I'm like, I want to go. I'm going to go see it for everybody else that worked on this movie. Like, yeah. But, I mean, I understand people yeah. Yeah, doing that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yep. Um, 
Yeah, that's kind of where that ends. That's kind of crazy. I don't know. I'm assuming that it all has to do with James Gunn's DCU. I thought they. Had to change I the thought they said yeah. Like he's got to reset everything. That's what mm-hmm. the Flash movies do. Um, even in the animated stuff. Yep. So that's kind of cool. And probably comics. Oh yeah. yeah. Exactly. Um. Anyway, Flash stuff. Uh, let's move on from that. I'm hopping over to. Disney for a second, but not MCU. Um, just regular Disney. They're actually... We, we've talked about Pirates of the Caribbean quite a bit on the show. And they're like, oh, are they doing a reboot? Oh, are they doing a spinoff? Are they doing a sequel? What, what's what's going on? Um, but uh, I don't remember the name of the executive, but one of them is basically saying, like, we are trying to make this a priority of, of rebooting and, and making this short revival for Pirates of the Caribbean uh, with or without Johnny Depp. Because at this point, Johnny Depp... Um, Sounds like he's really uncommitted to the role, which honestly is is more promising than it was before when he was like, absolutely, there's not even anything anyone could ever do to bring me back. Sounds like now he just kind of doesn't care, um, which if I'm going to be honest, like, I don't really want Johnny Depp in a movie he doesn't want to be in because I think when Johnny Depp shines, it's when he actually cares about mm-hmm. the role. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, I don't know if he... I, and who knows? Maybe he's he's just a fantastic actor who tricks yeah. me, and and maybe he hates a lot of the roles he's done. <laughs> I just know he does really really interesting roles or oh, yeah. has in the past, like you know Edward Scissorhands and um. Uh, I almost said Nightmare on Elm Street. That is not the correct movie. <laughs> uh, Todd Sweeney, Sweeney Todd. Oh my gosh, not yes. Todd Sweeney. I swear I like musicals. I'm so sorry. <laughs> um, but either way, um, so stuff like that, right? Mm-hmm. And I just like I don't know because it just. I'd be worried it would turn into a Harrison Ford scenario, Harrison Ford in um, Force Awakens scenario specifically, where yeah. you could just tell he just like didn't want to be there. They gave him the fattest check imaginable, and he's like, <laughs> fine, but like you could tell he just wants to play Indiana Jones instead, you know, mm. instead of Han Solo. He like does not want to be there, so I wouldn't want that the case um, for Johnny Depp. I wouldn't want him to be here in the movie and like not actually want to be there. Plus, I feel like if they're doing a revival, honestly, get some new characters, get some new people. Mm-hmm. Yes. Like, we don't need, like, he was, like, honestly, the best part of those movies. But if you're trying to do a revival anyway, I, I think maybe taking a step start away fresh. from that is for the, yeah, start fresh. Take a step away. Um, just don't even worry about, you know, that whole scenario. Don't even touch it with a 10 foot pole. Like, it's someone new. If they got to loosely name fine. drop stuff, that's fine. But, like, yeah. exactly. Like, you can have some connection, but, like, I don't even know if I need a Pirates of the Caribbean. I just want more pirate movies mm-hmm. that aren't necessarily yeah. that universe. Yeah. We haven't gotten enough pirate movies that are cool. Like, I know. besides Pirates of the Caribbean. Somebody do an animated Sea of Thieves movie, and, like, there you go. There's a new one. Yeah. Give me an <laughs> Anne Bonnie movie. Okay, that's Yeah. <laughs> I, I think I, they're. I will die on that hill. I think you're right. I think there's, like, a lot of creative freedom they can have with this because, again, like, the. The original basis, the original inspiration from any Pirates of the Caribbean movie is from the show. Is not not the show. Oh my gosh, I can't speak today. It's from the ride. It's from yep. the Disneyland ride. And they even so added like, that to fit the movies. They could do exactly. They can. <laughs> I mean, they could do whatever they want. Yep. You know, like they own that. They don't have to do anything crazy. They could just have pirates, and it'd be a good time. So, um, in fact, I kind of would prefer if they don't do anything too crazy, like. I don't know, some of those movies, other parts of the Caribbean movie, I don't know if it was the second or third or fourth, there was a point in which I was like, what is even happening anymore? I can't even follow <laughs> what's going on. Like, Yeah, it was kind of a lot, but um, that's fine. Uh, 
that's that. I don't know what more to say about that. <laughs> <laughs> All I'm saying is, you know, they're trying to make it as much as a priority as remaking their live actions. You know how that's going. They're kicking those things out. So yep. that means Pirates is probably coming right down the pipe. Um, they should do the and then our... make an animated one. Sorry. That'd be great! <laughs> oh, animated pirates would turn, be Turn their live action they movies would never. animated movies. They would never. But I <laughs> no, want them wouldn't. to so bad. That'd be amazing. Anyways. Oh, uh, the Disney Channel. Yeah. <laughs> Could, <sighs> like uh, Arcane, but with pirates. Oh, That'd be so fun. They would so never. <laughs> Disney is allergic to style. They hate it. And everything has to be bland. Everything has to be same face. Um, anyway. Uh, that actually reminds me of... Uh, I know we didn't put in in the notes, but... Um, oh, did we talk about this already? Nimona? Nimona got a trailer? Maybe we did talk about this. What? I don't remember. I don't remember. Nimona got a trailer. It's going to be coming out on Netflix, but the reason I bring it up is because it was originally in Disney's um, control for a while. Uh, but they essentially canceled it, but they were able to save enough of the movie. Uh, because originally it was like under Blue Sky, and then Blue Sky died, and then Fox, it was under Fox, and they bought out Fox, and then they basically canceled the movie, but someone else bought the rights to it. And so now Nimona's going to be coming out on Netflix um, over the summer, I think. Hmm. I think it's going to be a movie. I don't think it's going to be a show. Uh, I read the graphic novel. It's very, very good. I love it a lot, so um, I'm really excited oh, to watch that. Okay, I'm just looking and seeing what this is. Oh, interesting. Yeah, it's about this, like, shape-shifting girl. Um, the book, or the graphic novel, and the premise for the movie sound different. So they may not be taking, mm. like, a one-to-one story. Um, basically, the premise of the graphic novel is that she goes um, to the... Because it's a really interesting world where, it like, everything's kind of medieval fashion-wise, but it's still, like... It's modern day in the sense of, like, there's, like, modern technology, like, cell phones and stuff. Um, but there's, like, a supervillain, and, and there's people fighting the supervillain, but she she goes to the supervillains, like, hey, I want to be, like, your protege. I want to, like, work for you. I want to, like, help you. Because um, I'm a little chaotic gremlin, essentially. Um, and basically, oh, it's really good. It's really short, too. <laughs> if you just have time, just, like, sit down and read it. I, I, I recommend it. It's really fun. I liked it a lot. And it was, like, you know, you take this, like, super chaotic girl, and I don't always like that. I don't know if trope is the right word, but, like, I don't really like chaotic characters for them for the sake of them being chaotic, but they yeah. take it in a really, really cool, interesting way in this book, and I like that. All that being said, I'm really excited for the movie, and guess what? Because it's not under Disney, it's incredibly stylized and looks really great. Nice. So, obviously, because <laughs> cool. you take stuff from Disney, it's actually good. Sorry, Disney. Um, speaking of animated genius... Miyazaki is once again doing his final film for like the third time or something. Um, At least. Yeah. It's always his last film. I know. It's always the last one. But this time they're actually being really intentional with the marketing, aka they're being, uh, they're they're not really doing marketing, which is going to be really interesting. Um, They even mentioned in a um, sort of an interview saying like, hey, well, before we wanted to keep this, you know, Ghibli alive. We wanted to have people watch our movies, but now we kind of want things to change. And they kind of made this point where like, there's so much information nowadays. A lot of times you already know what a movie's going to be when you're going into it. Mm-hmm. Um, which we kind of talked about before. Like there's a lot of trailers that basically are just the movie. Yes. Or again, like Disney, 
that just lies to you. Disney kind of takes the other point. It's like, well, we got to do marketing, but we're just going to lie to like keep our secrets. Literally CGI opposite things. Yeah. Crazy to me still, but either way, um, they're taking an incredibly different approach. They create a, a poster for the film and they're just, they just have the poster. I think the poster is just going to be hung up in a bunch of different places. Um, and that's their marketing, which is, I think super bold, super cool. And of course it's Miyazaki. You got the name behind it. So like everyone's Mm going to go see it anyway. So the um, movie is going to be called How Do You Live? And it is roughly based off of a 1937 novel of the same name, nice. which is super cool. I'm a big fan of that. And so, you know, me, Miyazaki, I'm there. Mm-hmm. doesn't matter if it's just a single poster. I'm there. I'm in it. Yeah. Um, and I'm excited to see it. But I just think that's cool because that is such a real thing of, of these trailers. And there's so much information. I feel like half the time you just know exactly what you're watching when you're because you've already seen the trailers um or again it's like you're being lied to which i don't actually know which one it's worse because i don't like what disney does either with their trailers where they just lie to you and they like yeah. mislead you i don't know if i like that because that just feels like false advertising but then i also want some surprise i want like i don't want to know everything so um i think that's super cool and uh, a super cool bold move oh, yeah. i don't know if the flash is bold move that i like but i like <laughs> this bold move for miyazaki right we, yeah. we're making big moves here um, but that's our movie news. Nice. We'll get into TV then. Uh, I've been watching a lot of TV lately, but I I've been continuing My Hero Academia. Nice. I'm got like ten episodes left in season two, so slowly but surely. Uh, this season's way better than the first one, though. Uh, I'm starting to kind of understand why people were so hooked into it. Uh, I'm having a lot of fun with just like some of the humor is really good um, yes so it's always kind of crazy because there's some like play on words that i would imagine don't work in japan that they'll use in english i always find that kind of the wacky character like characters are kind of a highlight for me too like they're just yeah there's this guy that's basically like raven and uh like from dc raven <laughs> and his magic is or his like little beast thing that comes out of him uh is afraid of the sun. Yes. He gets a bit more timid in the sun. Um, <laughs> and so I didn't expect it to talk because it's like a superpower, but it was amazing because he was like, he gets more, he's too timid right now and he came out <laughs> and he was like, violence is never the answer. And uh, <laughs> there's just little tidbits like that that I've been really, really enjoying. Uh, the writing is also done really well. Um, it There's a lot of critiquing of superhero powers in this and kind of pulling apart of like what, could be done and how dangerous um abilities could be Uh, and that's all really cool because a lot of stuff doesn't talk about how dangerous an ability could be Mm -hmm. i think like avatar last airbender um avatar last airbender there's a lot of terrible things they could do and then they didn't really dive super deep into that they got into like the bloodbending a little bit but it wasn't until Korra that like they're like airbenders can literally just take all the air out of your lungs and you're like crazy you're like ah yeah And so this has kind of, they do a little bit of like, um, they, they internally look at themselves and kind of see the <laughs> and like how dangerous and bad some of them could be um, for random kids to have. Mm-hmm. That's been kind of cool. Uh, so yeah, I'm enjoying it. People have always recommended it to me. I, I guess I'll recommend it too. I'll continue watching, I'm sure. Cool. Um, yeah, it's fun. What are, what are you guys been watching? Not watch any Go TV. Ahead. Go ahead, okay, um, so I've been watching a bit more Star Wars Rebels. I'm on season four now, which uh, it's getting heavy. Um, the final uh, 
final season. So it's like, oh, wow, like I'm almost done. Um, I, I kind of took a little break as I was getting into other things, but um, I'm just curious to see what season four does because the show's already been so good and I'm going to watch it all before Ahsoka comes out. So, uh, which is still a few months away, but um, I'm enjoying it. Um, the other thing, um, Ted Lasso finished this week and oh yeah i'm kind of like it's kind of bittersweet for me because i really enjoyed the show there was still a lot of really good episodes um this season but a lot of the season and a lot of the writing soured a lot for me because there was like a lot of meaningless plot points and like i was like okay like are you gonna take this stuff anywhere and then they just walked a lot of it back before they decided to wrap up the season so Um, like mm. It was still a really good finale, but I'm like, ugh, like, but there was so much that happened for it to just get back to that, and I'm just like, I don't know, like, I, I, I'm, apparently there is supposed, there's rumor, spinoffs rumored, um, I mean, honestly, you're gonna have to do something, because that show was, like, the flagship show for Apple TV, like, yeah, everyone was, I really don't know what else you're gonna watch on there. (laughs) I had so many of my friends and coworkers be like, Shelly, you have to watch Ted Lasso. It's so good. It's so good. Like, for the first, like, two seasons or whatever, then, like, partway through season three, they're just like, oh, yeah, Ted Lasso. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Ted Lasso. And I'm like... And then they always be like, oh, you gotta just watch it. And I'm like, guys, I don't have Apple TV. I have, like, everything else. Like, I'm not getting (laughs) Apple TV just for this one show. They're like, oh, well, you can get the... You can get the trial and just watch through it all, but... Yeah, like, like there, there's a few other shows I watched, like Mythic Quest. I know there's a new season of that. Um, oh there's yeah, like, there's like a few. There, there's like a show my mom watches on there, but like that was our thing. Like every Wednesday, I ha- I've had off work. First thing we do when we get up is watch Ted Lasso. Like, um, I don't know. Like, I'll, like if there's a spinoff or whatever, I'll have to see what they do with it. Um, but yeah, like it was just kind of like oh, like, like it was a happy ending, but I'm also like. Ugh, like it was kind of rough the last season was rough um mm-hmm. but it, it still remains to be one of the most wholesome wholesome shows on like that i've ever seen um wow. yeah and i think they tried to deal with this the last season they kind of tried to deal with some like serious things um but i just don't think it hit it hit as well as it could have because it's like you spent all this time thinking positive and then now you want to try to get into like certain mental trauma type of things or like certain like i don't know like it just felt like and it's not necessarily that bad like but it's just like okay now you're trying to get him into some meaningful like trying to get into some serious big topics and it just feels like oh like this is kind of too late like you can have those things but it just felt so forced um yeah so that's, that's kind of where I'm at with it, but, but but I still enjoyed it. Like it was still a good finale. Um, yeah, I'm just kind of like I'm sad. I'm sad it's over because like oh it's over, but I'm also sad it's over because the last season was rough. So <laughs> mm-hmm. anyway, that's kind of it. Yeah. Well, going back to Star Wars, uh, we'll start in the news mm-hmm. for TV. Acolyte has finished filming, uh, so it's supposed to be coming out in 2024, and nice. it's still on track to do that, which is really cool. Uh, Acolyte's supposed to be about the dark side of the Force. Yeah. Uh, so that'll be... I don't know. I'm, I'm very interested in that. I think it could be really good. Hopefully. I mean, it's the dark side, so it's gotta be... We'll see. It seems very unlike Star Wars to make this show. Yeah. 
Um, <laughs> so I'm, I'm curious how it all, all kind of pan out. I would love a little bit more diversity in Star Wars. We, yeah. we talk about that all the time, but like mm-hmm. Andor really like showcased just how good Star Wars can be. Oh, yeah. If you aren't trying to be Disney Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Totally. So hopefully this kind of follows that. Yeah, I hope so. Um, and then a couple of other things that are kind of random. Uh, Jon Snow was the sequel series that Game of Thrones was going to do about Jon Snow specifically. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought that was greenlit, and apparently now it is just kind of on the table. They're not for sure going to do it. Weird. Um, it's kind of up in the air. I'm sure that has probably to do with the writing. Um, oh, the, the writers. Writing yeah. Strike. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. But it's just kind of in limbo right now, so we'll, we'll see. Um, I know it said that House of the Dragon is supposed to have it should have about four seasons at the very least. So, mm-hmm. yeah, kind of crazy. If I were to like care about a Game of Thrones show, Jon Snow's would probably be it. <laughs> like Jon Snow. And then uh, Wheel of Time season two is happening this September. I only watched an episode of it, so I'm not really super hyped about it. But I don't know. Mm. I think there are other people that are really excited. It got pretty mixed reviews, right? Like, it, I mean, from what I could tell, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I didn't really hear many people talking about it, but when I did, it was always like, ah, it's fine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know there are people that love the books. Uh, my wife's one of them. Uh, and so I think the show was exciting for her <laughs> just to get to see some of the stuff she read kind of come to life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. It seems me. Yeah. Uh, and that's the TV news. I just kind of flew through it. Not a lot going on. Uh, you guys geeking out about anything else this week? <sighs> Not necessarily. I... I, I am. I'm, I want to talk about it. So yeah. Yeah. I had kind of mentioned a couple times, I think, <laughs> leading up to it. But uh, we finally had our D&D campaign finale this last, uh, not this last weekend, but Memorial Day weekend, right? Nice. Yeah. And uh, mm-hmm. we had everyone come together in person. And this is a, we've been playing uh, online for a while because people have like moved away, right? They're in like mm-hmm. other states now. <laughs> Um, but everybody was able to sort of like drive up and um, come together. And we just had like a full oh, cool. entire day long event. Uh, that was basically kind of like three sessions in one. Like we literally went from like, I think we started around 10 a.m. And we went to like 9 p.m. or something. Cool. Like just the whole day. Um, it was so fun. Again, this is like a three and a half year long campaign. Um, mm-hmm. We've been playing like every Wednesday night for most part. Unless like, you know, sometimes you have to skip, I guess. But um for, like, in that time, people have, like, gotten married in that time. People have, <laughs> you know, again, moves, changed jobs. And, like, this is one thing that's, like, really kept us, like, really solid and... Um, kept y'all together. Like, super consistent. So it's, like, really mm-hmm. big deal for us. Um, and it was just, like, it was so, so fun. So, like, the first part of the battle was, again, it was, like, kind of, like, a three kind of part thing. Um, the first part, so it was, like, you know, world's ending scenario... Uh, and a lot of us have played in, um, this is my husband's world, by the way. Mm. Um, a lot of us have played campaigns in his world before and like made, you know, have level 20 characters before. And so the first part was that he let us actually step away from our party for a bit and take control of another level 20, uh, or not even necessarily level 20, but like any other character that, that was available to play as. He was just like, you can just play (laughs) as that character for this battle. That was oh, so cool. cool. So we all got, and it was like kind of hard actually because we had to like really um, 
shift our mindset to like a new character, not even necessarily a new character, but back to an old character but that we used to know really well. Move sets and different things. That exactly. It's like, like yeah. And and it's crazy because I. I'm a big old... I, I love martial characters. I love fighters. Fighters yeah. are definitely my favorite um, class. So I have a fighter... I had a fighter currently in that party. That was my but first class. But to, to play one of our old characters, I played one of my other level 20 uh, fighters who just has this crazy busted... Like, these cool AoE attacks from the sword. This crazy legendary <laughs> godlike sword that she has and it was just like so fun to do and we were just so overpowered nice. and we were just running around and we had like you know different role-playing styles too uh so that was really cool <laughs> and then the second half uh the second part was like we are back to our original party right mm-hmm. for the actual campaign we're level 19 at this point we're not level 20 but we kind of have this feeling we're like you know meta we're like ah we're probably gonna get to level 20 <laughs> of today it's it's very likely right yeah. especially because my husband daniel he's like i'm never running another campaign ever again like this is his <laughs> big like big last thing his last is off so um we fought this we've been caught we taught we dubbed him the anti-party because it's just this other group of adventurers who have been basically our rivals and they're the ones who kind of been causing the end of the world to happen cool. and they've been just a pain in our butt the entire campaign and they've been beating us up because we haven't been strong enough but now we're finally like we're strong enough we're gonna kick their butt and we're fighting them and we're not doing super hot but we're not doing terrible either but then this really cool moment happens where um this god who has been actually helping us the whole time hmm. um the one guy who's been helping us <laughs> decides to bless us in that moment in a really epic thematic fashion and so we all get to go to level 20 but daniel also being an awesome fun dm was like i'm gonna give you guys these really busted broken abilities that you could just use so for me again i'm a i'm a level 20 now fighter um i can hit four times in one turn (laughs) and because of a special ability that that i have i can actually hit with a bonus action as well oh yeah so um Already, just naturally, like, with... I can hit five times one turn, which is already, like, really crazy and cool. Um, But this ability that I got was... uh, Basically gave me a pseudo-champion's ability where anytime I rolled either a 19 or 20, it was a crit. And if I crit either on a 19 or 20, I get two more hits. And... (laughs) These can stack. Not indefinitely. You can't, can't, like, uh, get more two hits on, like, a, a, a new turn you've gotten or a new attack you've gotten but basically in those first five hits that i do if i crit i get plus two turns or plus two attacks per a crit <laughs> and i have elven accuracy so when i'm rolling with advantage which i'm a samurai i almost always have advantage because of a samurai ability i'm rolling three d20s so i'm just rolling crits after oh. crit. i was like doing 10 attacks in one turn super satisfying moment where <laughs> I my one of the uh You're like a Dynasty Warriors character at that point. No, seriously. <laughs> like I don't know if you he um literally modeled the design of like what this attack looks like after um a fire emblem crit move. Of okay. like the super flashing flashing around and like hit from all sides. <laughs> that sounds um, like, yeah. I'm, an, I'm an anime girl character. That's kind of what I am. Um <laughs> so I just remember this moment where my character saw this other um, antagonist who, in the game, had killed her mother. Like, that happened way earlier on in the campaign. Honestly, the first year of us playing, it was, like, super early on. 
But I, this whole time, I've been like, I want to 1v1 this person. It's always going to be a bad idea because they're a monk and they could just, like, knock me out with their abilities. But I'm going to try it anyway. But because I had the super duper boosted ability, I just ran up to them because I was also hasted, I'm pretty sure. And I just <laughs> did, like, 10 to 12 attacks in one single turn and downed them right there. And it was so satisfying. That's a very and it was just like, this is so Boom, busted and I don't even care. But yeah, it's like a... You know the take the sword of the hilt, and then all of a sudden all these slashes, and then they're yep. dead. It was basically that. It was so cool. Um, so that was like the second half was that we basically took out this other party, and then the third part, um, half sorry, third part, not half. <laughs> <laughs> but the third part, uh, I mean, again, is kind of it was kind of an anime campaign a little bit. So we fought a god. <laughs> it was like a pseudo god that was like buffed up with all the power of all these souls from this war that had been going on. Um, and of course we had to stop them, so we did. Um, because again, we were busted, so we just like destroyed it. And it was so fun! It was a really good day. And then what was cool too is that we would just like went to a bar afterwards, and um, so my husband Daniel, he had um, one actually made MVPs for every session since the beginning. So like after every session, he'd be like, oh, this person's the MVP for doing this really cool thing. And I want to acknowledge that. And so we got to read off all of those, which is very nostalgic. But another thing he did too is when he was going over the epilogue for all of our characters, um, he actually commissioned art for all of our characters. That's and awesome. he commissioned art from different artists. So all of our characters have these different art styles. Um, so cool. But he just like handed it out to everyone. And everyone was like really emotional. Because again, here's like this like three and a half year long thing. And, and now we have this memento and we, we have uh, you know, anyone who's um, listening, you can't see it, but I actually have all of the art uh, behind me on my back wall. Um, we just have it there. It's just like a really awesome, cool reminder of uh, the good old days, right? <laughs> we, were, yeah. we were joking. It's like the, the, the uh, scene from The Incredibles when he's looking at his wall of like, oh, the glory days, mm-hmm. <laughs> the glory days. <laughs> um <laughs> So that was just an amazing, amazing day. Um, and what's really great is that we all love each other so much as a group. We want to stick together. So we're going to be doing some rotating one shots. Then eventually we're going to be diving into a Star Wars campaign. And I'm really excited about nice. that because I've never actually done Star Wars TTRBG before. So this will be my first time. So I'm kind of learning the ropes. I know it's kind of a different system, but I am super excited about it. And everybody else in the group is like even more of a Star Wars fan than I am. So that'll be really <laughs> fun too. Um, but anyway, I just want to talk about that because that was like yeah. a huge. I don't. I don't always. I don't talk about like oh, I'll play D anD D this week or whatever, you know. But this was like it's, a big deal because yeah, it finally it ended and like it's significant and it was really awesome. So mm-hmm. yeah, that's, that's that. So cool. mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I have something real quick. Yeah, uh, just a shout out to my Instagram. I'm going to the Renaissance Festival. It's been a lot of fun. Yes, so Very I don't good. think I talked about it last time. I think we were gone. Yeah, Memorial. So mm-hmm. uh, I want to see me dress like a pirate with a bunch of other pirates <laughs> in purple, of course. Uh, Geeks under grace represent. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, that's on Instagram at Cody Armor. Um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's it. Shelly, where can they find you at? You can find me on Twitter at theshellshock24. Oh, LJ. You can find me on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok and Twitch under LJ the Paladin. Cool. And like I said, at Cody Armor and Instagram. Keep gaming, keep praying, and God bless. Bye bye. Peace.
We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Geeks Under Grace podcast. We love hearing from you, so feel free to ask us questions or just comment on the show by using the hashtag GUGCast on Twitter or by joining the GUGCast questions channel in the Geeks Under Grace Discord. If you like this episode, consider leaving a review or rating of our show on your favorite podcast app. If you want even more Geeks Under Grace, you can always go to geeksundergrace.com. We love you all so much, so thank you for listening. <laughs>